left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on? Mark, Michelle Haley, channel name, Evan, James, Blake, Andrew, everyone in the live chat right now. Good morning. Everyone listening after the liveness, good day. Good day to you. Um, Monster Sports Weekend, kind of out of nowhere. I shouldn't say that. NFL Draft. That was known. NFL Draft is known as a big sports weekend. Um, Baseball, beautiful. New York City, Mets, Yankees. Mets, yet to lose a series. Yankees, winners of nine straight. Boogity, boogity. Exciting things in the city. NBA playoffs, I think I've officially been snagged. Um, I didn't watch it last night, but the Golden State Memphis highlights were electric. Um, I want to start there really quickly. I think the highlights from Golden State Memphis were so good between Draymond getting tossed, she probably shouldn't have. It's a little soft, but it's Draymond. Reputations. Um, he runs off the court. John Morant and the Grizzlies and who he is. It feels like the part of the documentary where the new, young, fun team is forming. And this is the time they get punched in the mouth. Like, I think Golden State probably wins this series kind of handily. Clay is hitting awesome shots. Forget how just nice he is. That's what I I was on my couch. I was on my couch last night alone. Well, noodle throw of the night. And I was just sound, saying to myself, Clay Thompson's game is so nice. That's kind of a weird sentence to say alone to yourself, but it's so true. Steph being Steph, always, he can't stop. Jordan Poole is getting 30-plus points off the bench. Um, Golden State is still awesome. I I think that series is going to be just high-level basketball to watch. Jaron Jackson Jr., guy that gets forgotten a lot. He has a massive game. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know what the comparison is. I don't know if... Like, if Golden State is the reverse or the inverse of the Bad Boys Pistons team, like the Bad Boys Pistons team were defense and everybody hated them, where Golden State is, like, all offense and everybody kind of loves Steph and Clay. Like, when they first took on Jordan and the Bulls, and there's the whole thing, like, Jordan got beat up, so he got in the gym, started getting built different, and sent Jordan on his path. John Morant and the Grizzlies, it kind of feels like that. Like I think we're going to look back and be like, hey, John Morant is going to put up a hell of a fight. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a special, like a 50-point game or something like that, or, or maybe they get two games. I don't know. But this feels like part one because uh, John Morant is awesome. Uh, he misses the layup at the end. Everyone kept saying, talking about it like it was an easy layup. It was full sprint against two defenders offhand. Coming from a guy that's missed a lot of layups, that's not one of the easy ones. But I've I've been saying on here and telling you guys, like, when am I going to dial it up for the NBA playoffs? After watching those highlights and Draymond getting ejected, and stand wherever you want to stand on Draymond. Uh, a, he doesn't care, so that's huge. And B... If you haven't seen it, go bring up the clip of him waiting in the tunnel for his teammates after the game. Um, 
Draymond's there in street clothes, been, was tossed, and everyone comes around the corner. And I think it's Clay first, and they give each other a big dap up. And then Steph Curry, Steph Curry, who again, like, has changed the sport. Um, he's this insane all time basketball player, kind of out of nowhere, which doesn't really happen in basketball. And he sees Draymond around the corner, and they give each other the biggest, like, smile, hug, dap up, because those dudes love each other and they love to compete. And, like, the fact that Draymond got tossed and he's Draymond and, you know, he, he can't turn off his edge, I can't wait to watch him the rest of this series. Don't be surprised if we see Draymond do something stupid like a triple-double next game. Because um, when he's focused, he's still nasty on defense and he can facilitate that offense. The scoring is obviously weirdly gone from where Draymond was at one point at the start of this, at the start of their run. I'm so jazzed up for Golden State. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm jazzed up for the Memphis Grizzlies, too. I just think, I just think they... Uh, couple years away, or a year even. Like, that's that's how good John Morant is. That's how good that young core is. Um, you know, they kind of, they had a game that looked like they could have steal and won at the end, and they did not. Um, the tough out-of-bounds call at the end that they just turned to a jump ball because both teams were out of reviews and everything. Not sure about all that. NBA seems a little weird. But I'm dialed up for that. Um, and I guess... Checking the boxes. Milwaukee beats Boston. Um, they kind of dominated. Uh, Boston played awful. I think they had 10 two-point field goals. It's like the lowest in Celtics history. I believe that is a real stat. A lot of history with the Celtics. Um, hey, it's obviously basketball's changing and three-pointer, et cetera, et cetera. But also, I think three of Milwaukee's starters are bigger than... <laughs> anyone who plays for the Celtics right now. So, you know, one of those funny things with basketball, like, oh, height still height still kind of plays, huh? Uh, and Giannis, he, uh, he has the highlight, the off-the-backboard dunk to himself. You've probably seen, if you haven't seen that, also worth looking up. Because, yeah, it's a guy in an NBA playoff series doing something that, you know, Little kids practice on like a seven foot hoop to see if they can do, and he's doing that in a playoff game. So, uh, Milwaukee looks really good. We'll see. Uh, Boston, Boston, not freaking out yet. They had such a good run. Um, that I, I think you know, one game they're not going to rule it out when their team just played flat out bad. We'll just see if that becomes the theme of the series or not. Um, and meanwhile, tonight. See what's going on. I know BBD and I will be watching some Yanks Blue Jays big series. Big series. Uh, Philadelphia, Miami. I don't know if you're going to rope me in for that. Um, Embiid out. Embiid out. If Embiid's playing, I mean, I'm intrigued anyway. I just like put together the Jimmy Butler aspect of it when I was looking at sure. tonight's slate. I was like, oh, I am interested, but like, I'm not flipping away from Yankees for that. Yeah, I mean, that's just a personal Just being note. honest, that feels like a let's check in later in the series and see what's going on. Uh, like nobody nobody likes Harden, which makes him an interesting watch. But Like if Embiid's back and it's a 3-2 series or a 2-2 series, then it's time to tune into that series, I think. Um, Dallas and Phoenix, we'll see. Everyone's kind of been waiting for Luka's magic NBA moment. Kim comes back for... Five and six last series, right? And yep. Don't think, don't believe it. Fully, fully clicked. I'm trying to look at his game logs. Like he's he's very good and still gets twenty four and thirty three points. But I want to know what that felt like. Uh, but I but as, as an aside, like I, I'm gonna flip to that game after, and I really yeah. I'm like on the walk in. I was listening to some basketball stuff. I'm like I need to like watch the Suns. Yeah. Because they were the best team by so much. Like, they're so efficient. Devin Booker's awesome. Like, where does he stand in all all this? I've been, I've been trying to live out these NBA playoffs like they are a documentary. Like, they are the Jordan doc. And, yeah, the Suns are a straight-up weird one. It's Chris Paul. All time. 
can't win, gets hurt in the playoffs, can't win the... He's never won at all. I shouldn't say Chris Paul can't win. Uh, 14 for 14 night in a playoff game to eliminate the Pelicans. Pretty nuts. Um, Booker was hurt. He's coming back. Like, Suns were 64-win team. That's nuts. That's, a, that's a, like an all-time team. They went to the finals last year. They got a really good shot this year. I think it's lining up for Phoenix, Golden State. If we're being real with ourselves. Suns are they're just like fascinating because like you depending on your definition of like star superstars you can say they've got they got two lead guys some would say they they have zero because like what well, like Chris Paul is very 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 good but is he the best player on championship team good and then by the way they have DeAndre Ayton who is a number one pick and is clearly good really good Booker is they're just trying to see where he's at in all of this um, yeah. And it, it feels like they are also a team that's almost had Golden State. They have Golden State energy. Like, they play team basketball, and, like, Booker and Paul are the guys, but they, because he's Chris Paul, like, you play a real brand of basketball. It's not just the ISO. It's not what the Mavs will be doing on the other side of the court. Like, it's going to be a lot of Luka. You know, they're going to play basketball, but it's going to be a lot of Luka. They um, give, like, the defensive effort and stuff, too. Like, like their team defense is good. Like, Booker's become, right. he was known as a kind of nothing defender for Soft. a while, I think, and, and that's changed. Soft. Um, so, BBD will flip over to that. Um, that's the late night game. It would be cool if, if Luka can go nut job and kind of give more of a stamp, but I, I think we're lining up for Phoenix and Golden State, which I think that would be must-watch basketball. I think, um, I think, I don't want to say douchey people. That's a bad phrase. I think people, they would do the, that Western Conference final is actually the NBA final. Um, we'll see. We'll see what we work up to. Um, yeah. Saying all this, I fully admit, haven't, haven't been teeth sunk into the NBA season. It very well might get that narrative when, uh, separately, the narrative most of the year is, oh, the East is finally much better than the West this year. And it still might, that still might not be an incorrect way to view that series because those two feel like they've got it. But at the same time, Bucks won last year and maybe headed for conference finals themselves. All that. And I mean, Giannis is incredible. Um, it is a really weird thing. I know, I know this is a conversation in NBA circles, but he's like, he's kind of disrespected because he doesn't, shoot well but he does everything else at this freakish level um they won it all like they won it all and they're kind of the favorites to still come out of the east and they can can be a really interesting plot twist on either golden state or phoenix or however it goes down but um yeah all right, that was a little NBA to start. Didn't think, wasn't fully sure we were going to start there. Normally start with baseball. I think we'll get to some draft stuff. Draft stuff's kind of weird at the end. I mean, you can go through some of Mel Kuyper's grades and stuff. Nobody really knows. Yeah, it was uh, like first round picks. I feel like we can all have opinions on and, and discuss, but after that, nobody really knows anything. I was reading some grades for every team articles before this. Mm. And it was just like... Just a remarkably unhelpful article. Yeah. Because the whole thing in a draft is everyone can kind of walk away happy. And there's a handful of picks that are like, all right, weird, and that really only happens in the first round because, again, you don't know after that. Kenny Pickett, if he's the starting quarterback for the next 10 years for the Steelers, pretty good pick. Kenny Pickett, if he's out of the league in three years, pretty bad pick. So you're kind of guessing. Cool story. Um, Yeah, I decided I really like the... Yeah. Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh thing. Do, do you see the, there's one viral video, so I'm sure there were many, of like these Pittsburgh like area kids, and they were just so happy, like kids, like 10. Mm. They were so excited when I didn't Pickett see that, went to I like the that. Steelers. It's like probably, probably a cool story for people. It's like their favorite college quarterback went to their, being a their Pits, NFL team. Being a Pittsburgh person, that's a, that's a huge win. Um, let's do some baseball. 
last night wrapped up with Los Mets. Um, they kind of barraged the Phillies. Was wondering if it was going to be back and forth. No, they went Charlie Angels full throttle. Um, 16 and 7. They're the best record in the National League. The New York Yankees are 16 and 6. They're the best record in the American League. Boogity, boogity. Um, they had the combined no hitter. That was a part of this series. Um, wow, I didn't. Game two was Gibby versus Taiwan Walker. Double friends of the pod. Gibby, obviously, because he was on more recently, they won. And then, yeah, I, I mean, the Mets, they kind of did it all around, man. Their, their lineup's deep. There's a lot of fun Mets conversations going right now. In the room next to me, Jolly Olive and Jerry Blevins in the house rec- recording Shea Station. And I know um, Dom Smith, Cano, that whole thing, that story is riveting because rosters are about to reduce in baseball. Uh, Mets have a little bit of a conundrum on their hands with Bobby Cano still... On the books for some serious cheese, and Dom Smith balled out four hits last night. Um, by the way, Scherzer pitched last night. He gave up three ding-dongs, two to Schwarber, one to Harper. And he kind of didn't care. Kind of didn't care. He was just slinging it. He had the lead. It kind of felt like old-school pitching. Um, one of those things that's tough to say, like, I don't know. I guess he just got his, like, final bag. So if he just wants to attack the zone and kind of not worry about it, that's awesome. As long as the Mets won, which they did. Um, Schwarber's cool. Hot. And I mean, his last... His, immediately, his two prior starts are 14 innings, one run. Like, he's... He knows he's still got it. Like, you can, you can take a six and four every give up, now and then. Give up a couple homers to... Schwarber twice and Harper. It's not it's not bad. Uh Pirates took two out of three from the Padres. Or excuse me. Padres took two out of three from the Pirates. Too many P's. Word of Wednesday coming up. Um good for the Padres. They're still off to a really good start. That's really important to this MLB season. IMO. Um, they're fifteen and eight. Giants are fourteen and eight. Dodgers are fourteen and seven. Jeez. Rockies got a sweep. Kelsey Winger, it's Rockies. I mean, the NL West right now. Whew. Uh, Nats took two out of three from the Giants. Wow, I didn't know that. National slash 369. I guess I should have said the rest of the slash, otherwise I just gave their batting average. 369, 418, 475. Um, I mean, to do that for three days. It was like blowout wins, too. They put up a 14, 11, and a 3. Um, yeah, Giants. I don't know. What, what's that all about? Baseball. Baseball gods. Um, Brewers, they win another series, obviously. Two out of three. Cubs took the final game. Stroman, seven shutout innings. His first win as a Cub. Good for him. Uh, Patrick Wisdom clipped Corbin Burns. In the final game. Brewers, two blue out wins in the first game. They are off. And again, one of the better franchises in baseball right now. 15-8. and eight. The pitching is stacked. Hitting had to get going a little bit. And they did the first two games of that series. Um, Cardinals and D-backs split for whoops. Whoops. Snake Saturday, 3-0. and oh. The last Jake Snake Saturdays. Um... Cardinals came back yesterday. That was actually pretty cool. Huge, uh, huge Bader go-ahead home run. Uh, and Pujols started at first base. He hadn't done that yet. I guess he'd been DHing. Um, but the story is the Snakes. They're different. They fight. Uh, Merrill Kelly, seven shot. Whoops. And a good point, Ed, in the chat. Stroman, it was his birthday, so we like that. Rockies sweep the Reds. The Reds are entering a world of sadness that 
I don't think their fan base was ready for this year. They are 3-19. and I mean, the Royals and Tigers both have seven wins. Those are the sec- second-to-last place teams. Three wins for the Cincinnati Reds. It's May 2nd. If your team swept a series, they have... If your team has swept a series in this young baseball season, they have more wins than... The same amount of wins as the Cincinnati Reds in that series. The the next fewest quick glance at the schedule is seven uh, wins, which, sure, four wins isn't a lot, but it's more than double, and it's... Approximately. A second with a late start. That's tough. I don't I don't think Reds fans were expecting that. That's brutal, man. Um that's brutal. Yankees swept the Royals. Royals are one of those teams with seven wins, but Yankees they rest some guys, they rotate dudes in, they kind of rested their bullpen, and they sweep the series. Uh the whole energy is different. We did a talking Yanks last night after the series. Uh, they're awesome right now. They're getting a pitching performance every day. The offense is starting to really go. I don't know. Things feel good. Rizzo's awesome. Judge started going. And he looks incredible when he does. Not a lot of guys look like him on a baseball field. It's Dwayne The Rock Johnson's birthday today. So, yeah. Yankees still, I think still nobody's thrown like 100 pitches, like not fully stretched out, but even with that, they're now, even when guys aren't fully having it, they're they're battling and giving some length. It's just, it's different. Look, looking at like their, just their stat page, their top like six guys in plate appearances are all having positive right. seasons by OPS+. plus. Right, like even Donaldson, whose stats don't look that great. He's been, especially lately, he's been getting a couple knocks, and, and he's walked so much. Walked a ton. And, um, I, and so many of his hits are are doubles. Right. Yeah, he's kind of, he's an OPS guy to a degree. Um, man. Average is back over 200. Yankees feel real good, real good. Excited to see where the rest of the season goes, and... Like we said, a fun one with Toronto, who just took two out of three from Houston. Um, they lost the first game, 11-7. Um, Kikuchi got roughed up. And then they bounced back, 2-1, 3-2. Barrios and Gossman, those are their guys. They get it done uh, against Houston, who they haven't fully hit the ground running yet this season. Um, I, I don't think it's... I don't think anyone's really too concerned. They're at 500, 11-11. You know, the first kind of month of baseball. Halos are going, 15-8. and eight. Good month from them. Um, Houston, I know they had some COVID stuff, some injuries. I don't think anyone's too, too worried. But um, they just haven't been winning series. Um, but not a lot of teams have been winning series if Barrios and Gossman are doing what they're doing. Gossman is silly. Um, if you haven't seen his splitter... Something to look up. Um, I don't even know. It looks like a lefty slider. Or like a sharp lefty power curve. I don't even know. It's like 87 miles per hour and it just drops. <laughs> it's got like more action than any changeup you'll ever see. Uh, he found a pitch and it is gross. Um, 41K, zero walks. Um. Hasn't given up a homer either. No walks, no homers. Gossman. Uh, George Springer with an amazing catch. He also had a two-homer game. Wait, were his timeout? Because I think I did this earlier this year. George Springer. Were his two home runs the only runs in the game? Yep. George Springer. Hits two solo home runs. The final result of that game was 2-1. to one. 
Dude, his baseball reference. Yeah. He's so unreal. significantly above, like, everything people think of him. Like, yeah, yeah, Astros stuff, whatever. He's so good. Yeah. And he just, he hits taters, man. His, uh, since 2019, his 162 game average is 48 home runs. 937 OPS. He still plays a lot of center field. They shift him over later in the games, but again, center field production. There's a lot of teams that don't get it. He missed a lot of last year. George Springer's really good. Um, Angels took two out of three from the White Sox. They're playing a, a final game today. Crazy one yesterday. Six nothing. Lorenzen going for the Maddox. Um, they leave him out there, and uh, just chaos ensues to the point that it's 6-5 and bases loaded. Uh, Angel's on their second guy out of the bullpen. Reisel didn't have it. Uh, Tapera comes in, and they get a little check, check swing ground out to first after the White Sox really were rallying. And, man, if you're the White Sox, that's got to sting because they are looking for the moment that's going to start their season, and that could have been it. Like a, a six-run, ninth-inning Sunday comeback, that's the thing that kind of changes your energy around your team. Instead, they're 8-13. and 13. They're just slogging. Uh, one of the biggest favorites in the AL this year. Again, it's still very early. You can look back at a lot of this and say it's still very early. If, if they went on a nine-game win streak, which the Yankees just did, they would be 17 and 13 and off to a good start. Now, <laughs> you can't just say a team's going to go on a nine game win streak, but they have the talent to. You know, if they run into a Royals Tigers back to back, you could get five or six right there. So it's still very early in the season. Um, they play one more game tomorrow. Uh, speaking of hoping it's early in the season, the Red Sox. I'm not going to go full Jakey Nostradamus, but. The Red Sox energy and how they've been doing versus how pesky and feisty the Orioles are. I kind of thought this would end up this way. Orioles take two out of three. Uh, Red Sox won game one. Um, Hill and Houck combined for seven shutout innings. Um, But these Orioles, man, they can pitch a little bit. I was super tough on them because they couldn't. They can pitch a little bit. Jordan Lyles has been pitching well. Uh, six innings pitch, one earned run. Um, I mean, they, the Red Sox blow an Evaldi seven-inning shutout in game two. Orioles walk it off in the 10th. Overthrow by Sauermur on a bunt attempt. I mean, the things that are happening to the Red Sox are bad. My buddies talk about the Red Sox or tweet about the Red Sox. The vibes are not immaculate there right now. They're having a bad time. Tyler Nevin, two-run single. How about that? Shout out, Phil. Um, twins take two out of three from the Rays. Okay. Rays are 12 and 10. Twins are 13 and 9. Twins, 9 and 1 in their last 10. Um, man, they are getting enough pitching as of right now. They hold the Rays to one and three runs in the final two games to take those games while also putting nine spots on the board, man. Uh, how's Kyle Garlic with two homers? Does that do something for you? How many guys on the Twins do you say before Kyle Garlic? Um, man. Josh Winder, six shutout innings for the first win in first career start. Good for him. Kluber has a good start against Dylan Bundy, so I feel rewarded for no reason. And Josh Lowe, the guy who is replacing Austin Meadows uh, that Rays fans promised me would be a stud. He hits his first big league home run. It is May. Hey, uh, good for the Twins. Good for the Twins. Uh, Guardian sweep the Athletics kind of... Unfortunately, nothing there. Guardians needed a bounce-back series. Um, 
they were starting to get stomped by a lot of people. They go into Oakland. They take three. Um, Tristan McKenzie and James Kaprillion, the last game. A couple Arizona Arizona friends of ours, so we like that. Uh, and Richie Palacios, another Arizona friend. He was awesome. Uh, if you're looking for a guy to root for on the Guardians, Richie Palacios, good dude. Uh, and then what else? Dodgers take two out of three from the Tigers. Tigers, uh, pretty disappointing start to their season. Um, you know, that was a game we played a lot this offseason. Like, when the Tigers look in the mirror, what do they see? They see a team that finished right around 500 last year and then added Javi Baez and Erod and Torkelson's getting the call. Um, hasn't been the start they wanted. Dodgers take two out of three. Uh, they're off and rolling and being the Dodgers. Bueller, more shutout innings. Uh, Tommy Canely came back for the Dodgers. Little one, two, three inning and two Ks. Uh, first game since 2020. He's awesome. Dodger fans will like him a lot. And Marlins win another set. How about it? Keep winning series. That's a really good way to play baseball. They take it from the Mariners. Um, they take the first two Mariners take the last game A lot of young Awesome pitchers in this series Matt Brash, Lizardo uh, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert Alcantara um, Julio Rodriguez hits his First major league homer uh, I like him I like him a lot I didn't know he's as fast as he is He's a freak He's all of it like I, f- I figured he would be in the fast category. Yeah. He's like a short list of fastest players in baseball so far. Or right now. And Bobby Wood Jr. How about that? He's His baseball savant is like top tier speed. Had no idea. Um, okay, young guys who are fast. New segment. Um, did, I, did I dream the Bobby Wood thing? No, Bobby Wood, 100th percentile sprint speed. Wow. Who knew? Who knew? Um, okay, so there was some sprint speed talk. Rangers take two out of three from the Braves. Braves, what are you doing, man? Uh, outside of Taylor Hearn shoving on you. Whoops. Um, yeah, they uh, they're ten and thirteen. Their their train really hasn't left the station yet. Um, but again, it's it's where baseball is beautiful, ridiculous, stupid. So many different ways to to peg it. The Braves are ten and thirteen. Um, they're going to the Metropolitans to play four. Like if they took care of their business there, they're right back at it. Uh, if they don't, they're facing they're facing the Mets and the Brewers. Man, watch out, watch out, Braves. Let's go figure it out. Let's go figure it out. Um, J.P. Crawford talking baseball coming up after this. Um, excited, excited. A lot of good series, lot of good sports. Um, that's the baseball talk. Uh, where we saw you guys last episode, we had Justin Panic here. He's still he's around, or maybe he's not. Bobby Skinner's in the office today, talking Giants. Joined them on Saturday for the draft a little bit. Had a good time. They are cranking out a ton of draft content, Giants and football-related. Go check it out. Uh, They're grinders, uh, and they're good at it. That's the fun part. Jerry Blevins is in the building today. Shea Station. Exciting day. Exciting day. Um, Let's do some NFL draft. Um, Like I I prefaced with you guys, there's, there's only so much... So much to truly, truly break down. Uh, you can like some ideas and concepts. Uh, you know, the the big winners, if we're doing some high-level water cooler talk, who people think are the winners, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, Bobby and Justin were super jealous of almost every guy they drafted. Again, you guys know I'm a big organization guy. The Ravens, sneaky, really good, well-run organization. Um and I think the draft is a big part of that. Um, they got the safety from Notre Dame, Hamilton. They got a center who seems like a set it and forget it center. Ojabo uh, out of Michigan, he was supposed to uh, 
he would have been a first rounder if he if he doesn't get hurt uh, getting ready for the draft. They get him at the forty fifth pick, and even their later mid round picks, the Talking Giants guys. I was live with them; they were freaking out. <laughs> the New York Jets, Jet Life, is it a new era? Um, everyone was happy with the Jets draft. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson in the first. Brees Hall, top running back. They get him 236. Exciting times. I always, I always love, um, this is the year. I think I told you guys this theory with Justin. I think for rookie quarterbacks, there's been a few teams that just throw them out there with almost as little help as possible. And then that next year they load up. And Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Jeremy Ruckert, tight end out of Ohio State. I'm excited to see what the Jets look like. Are they a are they a watchable product again? When was the last time the Jets were a watchable product? Sanchez? You're like truly. New York Jets. That's like they were that's the last time they were good. Exciting reference. Um, and G Men fans were excited on day one. Go, go check out Bobby and Justin. I, I won't even, I won't even tease you guys with that. Let's see the Jets, twenty twenty one, four and thirteen, two and fourteen. They were seven and nine in twenty nineteen with Darnold, Le'Veon Bell. Is that Darnold's first season? Adam Gase. I think it was Darnold's second. Um, after the Todd Bowles era, let's see, 2015, they were 10 and six with Fitzpatrick. Oh, it's Fitzpatrick here. Um, outside of that, yeah, you're kind of going Sanchez, the Sanchez 2010, it's that long. 2011. So, um, exciting time, Jetsy as a Getsy. But, yeah, everyone loved what they did. They had an extra first-round pick from uh, the Adams trade a few years ago. Good for them. Let's see. Falcons, Lions, I don't know. Lions, I think they stumbled into something beautiful with Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to be really good. I think Dan Campbell as their coach. They took Jamison Williams. Uh, A couple kind of layup picks. Good. Lions need layups. Lions need a lot of layups to get going. And the Eagles, they were a big one too. A.J. Brown, uh, they make the trade for him. Jordan Davis, the monster D-tackle. Nagobi Dean, who people love. Jurgens, a center who's plug and play. Um, good for them. I'm trying to think. Uh, Giants fans didn't like the rest of their draft. That's fine. That's fine. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we all, the, the day one went so... Like perfectly, the rest of it will we'll find out in a couple of years whether or not it was good. The uh, Macarretan, I know, I knew any of those people going into the weekend besides the first round guys. I think people. I think there's a clip. I think we even tweeted out of Orvlovsky saying the Packers had a WTF plus draft. Just a weird quote. Um, I kind of like their draft. If you're the Packers, you get to operate differently because you have Aaron Rodgers. I think the stat is something ridiculous. I think it's uh, since Aaron Rodgers has been the Green Bay starting quarterback, they've drafted offense in the first round once, and that was Jordan Love. Huh. It's pretty I, wild. I knew there was something like that. It's pretty wild. Um, but by the way... Got a receiver in the second. Yeah, they got a receiver in the second. They got a receiver in the fourth. Um, that, hey, everyone liked the receivers in this draft, so they, they do that while getting two Georgia dudes on defense. I think I think Giants fell into a similar category with the receivers. Like, there's a bunch in this draft. Let's In the second, there's going to be one that's probably a first-round talent a lot of years that we can, we can go snag. Good highlights. They don't, they don't have Devontae Adams anymore, but he, it's not like he was a first-round pick. 
I know Houston's kind of become a joke, and Stingley is one of the bigger coin flips in this draft, but I actually really like their draft. Um, the only one that I think was like a real question mark was like Seattle. Mm. They're in, and they're just like their franchise is in a weird spot. Yeah, I just, I, that's exactly what it is. I saw some people like Seattle's draft. I mean, I, I don't know. They took a running back high, and everyone killed them for that because they already have two running backs. They're paying and stuff. I don't know. I, I, I it's yeah. more of a where's that franchise at type deal because, like, <laughs> I mean, Russell Wilson was everything for that team for years. Maybe, maybe I'm skewed. I know, I know, our football guys weren't big on Charles Cross, and yeah, so so maybe my view on him is a bit skewed. Um, from a Giants perspective, but like they get him at nine, who's the first clear like step down at that position. Mm. Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh. We talked about <clears throat> that. I mean, cool. hey, honestly, unless you're unless you're a team that hates the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is a few of those out there, um, kind of root for that because it's fun at least. The yeah. small hands thing is weird. Like, is the thing? I think me and Kenny Pickett have the same size hands, which. I don't know. Small hands. A lot of jokes about me being short. I did. There's a putting video that came out, and I hide behind Peter Moylan for the whole intro <laughs> teaser. Yeah, they um, but with the quarterbacks and stuff, like the narrative is like kind of any of them could be good if in the right situation, and everyone pegged Pittsburgh as whoever goes there. That's probably the most right situation. I mean, well-run organization, and they, they take a kid that they they share a workout facility with, so you'd like to think they know about him, and um, and you know that you're getting the dude to lead your team. We'll see. Malik Willis, one of the stories of the draft, people thought he might go, like, sixth overall. He goes in the third round to Tennessee. Um. Sneaky fun. We'll see if he becomes a part of this season or the next. Um, but again, how? what do you do with that? Uh, it, I have no idea. There's, a lot of people thought this guy could go in the first round. They get him like mid to late third. Yeah, pure value, you got to like that for, for Tennessee and the whole Tannehill thing. It's. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> but and it's a weird spot. At least in the immediate future, like it seems like Tannehill's going to still be there, be the guy this year, and they'll probably, you assume, I mean, things change quick, but you assume they'll still have a good roster after that when he potentially takes over and he's uber-talented and, and all that. So, But they're not like a historically great, well-run franchise like Pittsburgh is. Like We don't, we don't know for sure that's going to go great, and you never do. But I like uh, the Chargers, got a guard. Who's supposed to be set it and forget it? That's I love cool. the safeties out of Baylor. They got one of them in Woods, and they drafted Isaiah Spiller, running back from AM. We like a good running back from AM. Um yeah. We like the name Spiller. Who uh who got like the worst grade in the draft? What do we got here? Oh, New England kind of getting roasted for trying to be too New England. Mm. Uh Cole Strange, hilarious name. Just a hilarious name. Um, yeah, I mean, Washington it, doesn't seem to be getting a lot of love. It 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 literally seems like sometimes New England goes out of their way to try to be New England. Sometimes it works out, other times it doesn't, and some people are starting to realize that more and more with New England and some of their draft picks. And it it hasn't been as hot with without Tom Brady, the best quarterback ever, running the ship. Um. Yeah, Cowboys, Washington football, t- or excuse me, the Commanders, not getting a ton of love. Um, Saints, did they do anything? They drafted the wide receiver, Olave. Cool to see if the Saints could be like a fun offense again. Michael Thomas has been missing for seemingly forever. Olave would be a good add. Two first-round picks. I like the Saints. I like New Orleans. There's got uh, Teron Matthew, which is cool. Look at that. LSU. Yeah. Honey Badger. Um, I so. Think, I think people don't love the Cowboys first round pick, but seem to like the rest. 
I don't know. I, uh, here's what I'll say. I hope your guys' team just drafted the future. A stud. Nobody knows. Guys flame out so quickly. It's tough. It's a weekend of hope, so I love it. It's kind of one of the beauties of sports. And, uh, yeah, I mean, May 2nd. I mean, football doesn't really... It's never never really on the back burner. I mean, what do they do in the summer? How does football hook us in the summer? Do they do anything? You get, like, OTAs and stuff. Right, but, like... I mean, I'm... Contract extensions. Sure. I mean, I'm kind of a... Nerdy as a sports guy as it... It comes and OTAs. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't get how they do it. They're just always up there. We'll see. I guess we'll see. That um, is for us. There we're in like peak baseball during that. So one time it might right. Be. That's true. <laughs> all in all, and hey, when I ask for comments, I often say reference your guys, your guys towns or your guys sports teams. Because you feel it differently. Like, I, I'll, I'll go back before we get into the comment of the day. New York. The vibes are pretty good after day one of the draft. The Mets are rolling. The Yankees are rolling. Rangers. Rangers playoffs getting started. Whoops. Just hurt my finger hitting the table. That's pathetic. Um, Jets and Giants. They b- both like their first round picks. Giants had two in the top. Top 10, so the Jets, and they had another first-rounder. Um, so New York, I mean, was buzzing. New York was buzzing. It was pretty cool. I mean, Pittsburgh, like we talked about with Kenny Pickett. Um, staying. And I know the Pirates haven't been giving you guys too much juice. Um, yeah, I'm trying to... This Right now in my head, I'm trying to put together, like, who... Marlins, Dolphins fans, no. Uh, Cleveland, Twins, Twins take two out of three. And the Vikings, no, that doesn't do too much for you. I don't know, I guess Orioles fans, Baltimore. Good draft, beat the Red Sox. That's a nice little sports weekend. Cincinnati, you're probably very into the draft after what your baseball team's putting out. Golden State, the Niners, I don't know. I guess I would say you guys tell me, because I ask you guys, the bakers, to bake the algorithm, leave a comment, question, anything uh, in the comment section, up to 6.2 subs on YouTube. Hey, maybe leave a podcast review. I opened those up today. Yeah. Still there. I'm still here. Uh And yeah, I say bake the algorithm, you know, leave a comment, hit the like button, share with a friend, um, as everything goes into this internet pool, what? The internet, um, and helps run the world. Thank you guys for participating. Last episode, we had our guy, Justin Panic on, and we were talking about the draft sunglasses to start. Forgot about that. I think I left my sunglasses in the Bronx. Pretty bummed out about it. My hot boy sunnies. Debating, asking Zach when he comes back to go to the Bronx and get them. Mm. Seeing how desperate I am. Got some sunglasses we, floating around. Yeah, I think we just got some more. Yeah. So. I um, want to have those reserves. No more LeBron. Never been more out of the loop on draft day, so this was much needed. Good. That was kind of the goal. Um. Let's see. Sam Ashley, Jake, you got to live stream some of the show. That would be so much fun to watch. There's some clips of that on Jam Gaming, and I hope there's more to come. I actually, I want to do some this week with Joe's. I think we can do it in our main lounge area now. So I think that would be, that would be exciting. Um, Let's see this one. Dominic Pancella. Whoa. Good Paisan name. 
Appreciate the draft preview, boys. There's always so much information to digest. Re- the wide receiver conversation. It always benefit a team to go for a player who's clear the best at his position or a high up weak depth chart rather than a player who's ranked higher overall but plays a deep position because you're more likely to find another guy later that's almost as good as a player you want in a deeper position. Whew. He keeps going. I love it. Um, some good passionate from Dominic Pencella. Uh, and thank you guys for baking the algorithm watching. Uh, you guys are the best. Um, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys for talking sports. That's what I, I like. Him. Oh. The Mets have DFA'd Robinson Cano. Wow, it happened. Hey. That news probably just got to the Shea Station, guys. Feel like I heard a giggle through a vent. And good for the Mets. Man. Good for the Mets. I know we we sit at home, we watch our sports teams, and sometimes the decisions seem easy. But I think it's forty million dollars they got to eat. Yeah, I'll see if I can get a get a full number. I know it's pretty easy for us to to look at the Mets and say, "Hey, DFA Cano." Just pay the $40 million. It's a lot of simoleons. That's a lot of money for someone to not come to work. That's a lot of money for someone to come to work. That's a lot of money for a lot of people to go to work. That's a lot of money for 40 people to go to work. A lot of money for 80 people. Um, good for the Mets. I mean, that... Buck Showalter sets a tone. Max Scherzer sets a tone. Steve Cohen had all the pieces to set the tone, and they're setting the tone. Uh, good for the Mets, man. I mean, Dom Smith. He can hit, man. He really can. He was on all the... After that 20... After his 2020 season, everyone was like, man, he's one of the best hitters in the game. I don't know. I'd love to see him get a full season of run. Four for four last night. The other numbers aren't super impressive. I was expecting to see a lot more the way Mets fans were getting loud over it, but uh, that's probably more of a reflection on Cano and where he's at. Good for the Metropolitans. Good for the Metropolitans. And man, 48 mil they're eating. Wow. That changes all my numbers. Wow. That's crazy. Good for the Mets. Um, which brings us to the bro of the night. Bro of the night is someone that deserves to be talked about, a standout performance of sorts. Uh, someone who's special, deserve to be talked about. I don't know if I did this before or not. It might be. I think it's Buck. Have I, I've, I've definitely given one to Buck before. We've, we've talked about Buck quite a bit. Curious where you're going. Or you're specifically like him. He changed the whole culture. He changed the whole culture of the New York Mets. Um, yes, they had a Max Scherzer. Yes, they added some other really good baseball players. Marte, Canna, Eddie Escobar. The Mets feel like a completely different franchise. Um, it starts with him. I know... Uh, you guys have probably heard us talk about it before. Anyone from Yes Network that uh, had been in touch with Buck said he's just a different guy. He's awesome. Um, he's changed the New York Mets. I mean, I, all of them. Cohen, Buck, Scherzer. 
I mean, Steve Cohn, I know he's had a couple slip-ups along the way. Hiring Buck, I mean, he deserves credit for that. And rolling it out for Scherzer, so hey, I, uh, I've openly said it, I think my sports dream is a Subway series in New York while I'm living in New York. We, uh, we're a long way away from that. But, my goodness. About as good of a start for both teams as they could possibly have to get it going. So, thank you, the Mets. I love it. Let me keep dreaming. Oh, I'd love a Subway Series. Whew. Whew. Uh, BBD, do you have a brother name? Yeah, you mentioned him... Briefly, but give a full shout-out to Jordan Poole. And their one-point win over the Grizzlies in game one, 31 points, big boy number, team high. Yeah. Also, nine assists and eight rebounds along the way, just short of a triple-double, and it's just like they got another guy. Just good, huh? Doing it at all levels, 5 of 10 from three, 12 of 20 overall, so this dude's efficient too. Yeah. A little messed up. Three offensive boards. I love Golden State, man. I, I really cool. do. Um, the environment that Steve Kerr has created there, like coaching matters, man. If they had kept Mark Jackson and Kerr goes elsewhere, I, I don't think that team has the same level of success at all. Um. I mean, the way that they respect Kerr and the way they respect Draymond for what he does while Curry is this noble superstar and Clay is a silent assassin of a superstar, it's, uh, it's incredible. It's special. It's special. Um, and that's kind of what I was saying about Giannis, too. Like, Giannis gets hurt for not being a killer and kind of having a funky name, but he's... He's like young Shaq with handles. Like, that wasn't even fathomable. And he does that in a night-in, night-out basis. It's, I guess that's where, and it's kind of why I opened and started with the NBA, is that at this part of the year, you start writing legacies for guys. And it's kind of awesome, man. I mean, how good these guys are. I'll go to each playoff series quick. Luka Doncic is making a push for best basketball player in the world. Chris Paul and the career he's had. He's one of the best point guards ever. Devin Booker. What he's often about. I mean, dude gets buckets, but we don't necessarily respect him as some of the guys that have gotten buckets at his level. Uh, Joel Embiid has, like, an argument for best basketball player in the world. Harden. I mean, that guy's career is going to be a fun one to look back at, huh? I mean, Jimmy Butler, it's kind of a different tier, but it's also electric and exciting. Bam Adebayo, kind of the same thing, but the Heat's organization and Spolstra, et cetera, et cetera. John Morant. I think is the future of the sport. He's incredible. Golden State, I just ran you through it. Giannis is somehow underrated for what he's doing. And then the whole like Tatum, Celtics, Jalen Brown, like they're figuring out. Some people love Tatum more than some of the other guys I just mentioned. It's where I think this time of year the NBA really does get special. Even just throwing the highlights from some of the games from yesterday, the the level of basketball is in a different world. And it's it's a good thing for the NBA playoffs. It's also a little bit of a shot at their regular season product. I just it's not where it was in previous years. Between guys resting and games that matter and some teams taking the regular season seriously and some not. Um yeah, 
yeah, I guess I'm I'm excited to lock in for the next few weeks with you guys. So, with that being said, talking baseball. I think 12.30, looking to tip off. Got ahead of things today a little bit. Getting dumb pre, pre-recorded. Pre-dumbed. Pre-dumbed. <clears throat> um, there is a lot of good stuff on the John Boy Media Network. Um, how about that? Talking Giants. Again, go, go check out all their stuff. They went ham. A little talking Knicks out there. Wow. Uh, John Boy Jake TV. I think we have a Sporkle go out coming, today. Coming later, maybe. I think Sporkle coming Soon. later. Oh, let's check out that GeoGuessr. Baggage. GeoGuessr, if you never watched that, you're a fool. Chris Rose Rotation. Who's he got? The Padres Broadcaster, I think. So. Talking Yanks, we're doing good things. Uh, breakdowns, Mansplain. Farm to Fame. Farm to Fame is always good. Compound comes out. Um, Jay Station has an interesting Chase episode Station. coming up. Just got big <laughs> updates. Uh, thank you guys. Bake the algorithm. Have a great week. We'll see you Wednesday.